So shinny on its basic level is pickup hockey. It's almost always played outdoors and you play with minimal equipment. For a long time, I thought people were saying shimmy, which for some reason made more sense, kind of like you're dancing around on ice or something, I don't know. So last winter, I decided that I was going to have a cutoff of minus 20 degrees Celsius. If it's any colder than that, I just find it to be pretty uncomfortable to be outside and playing. But I met a woman who plays a lot of shinny down by the water, and I was asking her about the coldness, and didn't she find it unbearable sometimes? And she was just telling me, no, 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 it's fine. All you got to do is rub Vaseline over all of your exposed skin. The city of Toronto operates a ton of outdoor rinks that are free for the public. And there's about a dozen rinks that have women's only shinny time. Some of the rinks aren't as well attended uh, as others. And so rink attendants can be put in a situation where the women's shinny time slot has started, but no one's there yet. You might have guys being like, well, this is a waste of ice time. Just let us play. I understand that that would be a, a hard position for the rink attendant. And the last time I went to play shinny, the rink attendant was like so thankful that a bunch of us showed up because she had just kicked off some guys that were really upset at her for kicking them off. This is Andy. I play floor hockey with her. No, you can't let any guys in during the women's time. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that always happens. We're always going to be like, here, so you have to save it for <laughs> yeah. Even if we're late, you say, like, the girls are coming. Yeah. I'm not sure how aware the general public is around the fact that there's women's only shinny times. And so sometimes you'll arrive and there'll be men on the ice. And the rink attendants will have to kick them off. And some rink attendants are much more comfortable doing this than others. And so there's been situations where the women will have to kick them off and then there can be awkwardness around that because some women are just like, well, maybe we should just let them play with us and others, like me, (laughs) feel like they can play whenever they want because there's shitty times at every single rink every single day. And a lot of times those spaces are a hell of a lot more comfortable for men to participate in than women. You arrive at the rink and there's usually a little indoor space where you can get change into your skates and your gloves and now helmet. For the city of Toronto, you used to not have to wear a helmet. Now they've made it a rule that when you play shinny, you do have to wear a certified hockey helmet. Get on the ice and it's usually some people milling around, just skating around, passing the puck. Yeah, your hand would have froze with that. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like we should start playing because I'm bored of warming up. Oh, yeah. I guess we should And when sort of enough people accumulate, everyone tosses all of their sticks into the middle of the ice. Sure. And then one person will just, at random, throw one stick 
at one end, another stick at another end until all of the sticks are sorted. And then you just go to the side that your stick has been thrown on. And that's how the teams are made. Now, because that is a totally arbitrary way of making teams, every now and then you'll start playing and five minutes into it you realize that one team is way stronger than the other one. Uh, then you'll sort of redistribute some of the stronger players across the two teams. If a really strong player is going after the puck against a much weaker player, usually the really strong player will back off a bit. And so in that way, sometimes you don't need to redistribute the teams because uh, people are reacting. If they're a good, friendly player, they're reacting to the skill level of the person they're facing off in that particular moment. For the most part, you're not supposed to raise the puck because People aren't wearing equipment. They're not wearing shin pads or any of the other protective equipment. So if you raise the puck, then it would really hurt somebody. Sometimes, especially if it's only three on three or something like that, we'll make a rule where you, you only get a goal if you, can, if you hit the top post. Or you can flip the nets face down, so it makes it harder to score a goal. Like you'd have to skate down and kind of scoop it around the back end. People don't tend to stick too much to uh, either forward, defense, or center. Um, unless you're someone like me that's just obsessed with defense and I'm just an old dog that can't learn new tricks, so I, I stay back in the defense. But for the most part, people are pretty loose and just kind of skate around. If there's more than 10 players that show up, um, of course, people have to sit off and it's really important, especially when it's really cold, to regularly switch off for that sub because they're standing outside in freezing temperatures waiting to get back on. Why can't I get out? Straight up. After a team scores, a goal. There's no face-offs or anything. You just uh, the defending team then gets the puck and is allowed to bring it up. Oh my God. No one's keeping track of the score because there's no set team, so it'd be kind of pointless to keep track of the goals. The women who play shinny their skill level often varies wildly. And so uh, I could see there being a perception that women's shinny would maybe be a lot of beginners, um, but that's definitely not the case. I, I think every single time I've gone out, there's been at least a few women who were very strong players. And there are usually also a few women who are quite new, but that's why everyone really likes it is because it's a very supportive environment. Get out of my face. If you are on the stronger end, you can get a really good workout because there will be people that are up to your level there. Um, but if you're newer, you don't need to worry about being pummeled because people are going to respect where you're at. Uh. 
Are they playing like smooth jazz right now? They are. <laughs> it's hard not to compare Shani to organized ice hockey, which I've been playing for a long time. Ice hockey is not accessible. It's an expensive sport. Ice time is expensive, so leagues are expensive, and equipment is really expensive. Even if you're going to buy everything used, uh, if you're starting from zero, you'll have to drop a few hundred dollars, and that's just not in the cards for a lot of people. So shooting is great because you only need skates, a stick, gloves, uh, and now a helmet for the most part. Though if you're playing on a pond or something, obviously whatever you want to wear is what you can wear. The other thing I really like about Shinny is that it's outdoors in the winter. The coming of winter is a is a time that a lot of people dread in Canada. Um, and I always look forward to it because it means that I can play Shinny. So I think it's Shinny's great because it's nice to have a thing you can look forward to in the winter that's in the city, in a place like Toronto. Bye. Bye. See you on Saturday. This was episode two of Wintered, a podcast about the cold. A couple further notes on this episode's topic. Speaking from my limited experience, the culture of women's shinny in Toronto is trans-inclusive. I also wanted to note that men who are new to shinny and are looking for support, there is beginner adult shinny at Dufferin Grove Rink that I've heard good things about. Wintered is produced, edited, and mixed by me, Ellie Gordon Marshall. Special thanks to Rebecca Marshall. There will be one more episode of Wintered for this season. Look for it in mid-February.